0: Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host Dr. Gloria Horsley with my daughter and
1: co-host Dr. Heidi Horsley.
0: Well Heidi you know what a theater nut I am.
1: Yes absolutely my mom just came to New York which is where I live and she said Heidi I want to see you. I'm going to see plays while I'm here and I said really mom when and she said every single night.
2: Woman <laughs> after my own heart.
0: Yeah. Yes so we're going to talk today because of the grief and loss world um, about out of grief comes art yes and uh, we're gonna talk about that today and Heidi will you introduce our guest because she's a playwright and I'm absolutely a crazy play person
1: yes she's she is she's very creative as you know mom I just had to wrap my arms around her bio because she does so many things so I probably won't do it justice but Elizabeth Copeland is our guest today she is a playwright an author a grief speaker and has a series of plays that are grief dialogues and she has produced these and we're going to talk to her about them in fact some of them have won awards mm-hmm. and prestigious awards and it is opening up the dialogue about grief and loss and hope and healing and i love everything that she's
2: doing so welcome to the show elizabeth thank you thank you both so very much uh, i'm i'm super pleased with what is happening at grief dialogues and uh, you said it correctly at the beginning, out of grief comes art, and that's what happened. In fact, my original thought was using theater to start a new conversation, which is what we're doing. But I realized it was bigger than theater. It was truly various art opportunities. So the grief dialogues came to be when a play I wrote, a short play I wrote, Hospice a Love Story, uh, I was encouraged to submit it to some contests my My cousin had died, and uh, from ovarian cancer, my sister and I had been there to take care of her and It was just one of several events that that we often helped facilitate with but the point was that there was a story here that I felt people could resonate with, but i couldn 't nobody wanted to hear it. nobody wanted to stand and listen to my story so they um so I put it in play form, I shared it with theater friends, and they, to a T, I mean, to, to every last one said to me, you ought to submit this to play festivals and contests because that's where all the, you know, where a lot of these experimental type theater is found. So I did, and I started winning awards.
0: Yep. Well, let me say that you've really got to go on your site to appreciate what you're talking about because you have these snippets yeah. of plays on there that are fabulous. Yes. I mean, it is just incredible. Uh, t- tell me what that site name is so people can go there.
2: Okay. Yes. It's griefdialogues.com. Dialogues is spelled the British way. So grief dialogues, D-I-A-L-O-G-U-E-S, period dot com and actually at the um well right now at the header we we are actually producing this show on wednesday in las vegas and i'll get to that in just a minute but also we are um we have a trailer if you click on the play you there is a trailer that starts up it's right at the beginning of that page you just have to click on it and it's a it's about a two-minute trailer that has a little bit a snippet from each of the six plays that are currently in the grief dialogues the play original script it's and so much
0: fun to look at those i mean they're yeah. just a delight and you just find yourself in them don't you heidi you find themselves in those pieces
1: yes i love them and you you told me about them saying i went and looked at them and uh you gave some stats in one of them, and I, it was at the end, and it said something like, you gave the amount of people that are impacted by somebody by a loss, and now it has such ramifications.
2: mm mm-hmm. um, roughly 15 million a year in our country.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's an amazing
0: thing. And you also invite people to tell their own story.
2: We do afterwards, we, yeah, I always I am not a therapist, I am not a grief therapist, and i my um, my purpose behind each and every show is to have a grief therapist and or expert who then facilitates a post production audience discussion and those those discussions alone are just uh, are so filled with heartfelt, sometimes heartbreaking, sometimes humorous stories that the audience now feels safe to share they now want to share they're in a room full of like people they're not paying a therapist to share they're they're in the room with someone however who's encouraging them to speak up. My play started winning awards and then I was at a dramatist guild national conference and I started floating this idea like if we put six short plays together that are different scenarios of dying death or grief then we could have you know the possibility of of reaching a wide audience who've experienced one form of of death or another Uh, and my playwright friends Love the idea, and I got tremendous submissions. I got over one hundred and eighty submissions.
1: That's
2: and I narrowed it down myself till forty, and then I had my advisory council fill out a very objective objective for art survey about the plays that I had narrowed down, especially as it applies to our mission statement. And from that, we came up with twenty plays. What's your mission statement? My mission statement is to erase the stigma around dying, death, and grief. And to use theater or other artistic uh, methods to, sh- to start to break down that barrier. That it's. You know, I
0: love that. We had a man on our show named Bessel van der Kolk who wrote the book The Body Keeps Score. And he had a son who was very deeply depressed and did improv. And it saved his life and i'm just thinking of this this dialogue and improv i mean it's almost like improv when people talk about the play after
2: exactly it is totally improv and i i'll have to share with you one of the recordings we did after a show post-production because usually the actors also want to participate so they stay on stage with the the grief therapist and So the grief therapist talks about what he or she feels after seeing the play. And then she asks the actors what roles resonated with them. And then she turns it to the audience. And by then, now the audience has had a little chance to think about it. They're not being put on the spot. And these spontaneous stories just come out all over the place. And I've actually had to cut the post discussion off because the runtime of the play is an hour and five minutes. This one particular time, the post discussion was an hour and 20 minutes. Right, so
0: <laughs> Now, are you yeah. taking this all around the United States? And- yes, we
2: are. Actually, um, I'm just a wee bit scattered today because I am actually getting ready to go to Las Vegas in the morning. Okay. We are producing a Las Vegas edition. On Wednesday night, as part of the healing process, it's the one-year anniversary of the mass shooting in Las Vegas. Wow. Oh, and so we, uh, we took the original script. I had a, I had a Las Vegas playwright in, already in my library of those 20 plays, I, and his piece was perfect. I, I put that in, and then I had a call to one of the other playwrights about a, a play about violent death. Uh, so she sent that and we combined that into the las vegas edition
0: i love i love what you're doing because you know we started doing uh our own public access television interviewing people just because nobody wants to talk about grief and loss they they want to talk about the good death yes yes for the good death Mm -hmm. But for actual death, uh, you know, actually they've died and what do we do now and what does it mean? And it's hard to get any traction on that, isn't it, Heidi? It is. And people
1: want to talk about very quickly how they died. And once they hear the two or three minute story, they are done. They are done. Like, okay, wait, but we want to talk about more than that, how they lived, how people find hope, how they transform themselves, how, you know, they reinvent themselves, how they have post-traumatic growth, all these other things that are so key. And
2: and
1: as you know, the world is hungry for it. They want to hear it.
2: They do. They want to hear it. Uh, It's so profound out there. And the thing is that death is natural. It is 100% natural. It is going to happen. I 100% guarantee it, it will happen to you. And unless you're a hermit, it's gonna happen to people you love. Right. And I love kind of, you know, the good death concept because it makes people less fearful of dying. At the same time, it doesn't necessarily speak to the person who's grieving. Absolutely. Although I will say my experience has been, if someone does have a good death, the relief that, that that imparts to the people who are gonna mourn is quite dramatic.
0: Right? What got you into thinking about grief and loss and death and dying? Did you have early losses? Uh,
2: you know, not any more or less than anybody else, but what what was happening was there did seem to be a period of time where um, I had lost family members that I loved dearly. My One of my closest friends in Los Angeles, husband was killed in a freak accident. Um, And then my in-laws were approaching 90, and they didn't even want to talk about death or anything related to it. And I just realized how uncommon it was for people who were grieving or preparing for their own death to be able to talk about it and really kind of think through things. Uh, My friend who lost her husband in a tragic accident, five months later, one of her closest friends said to her, it's been five months. You need to get over it. Jim wouldn't want you to be this sad. Mm -hmm. You know and that it just sort of all happened at the same time. Come to griefdialogues.com We have a whole list of all the various things that are coming up the events and so forth. We have a show in Las Vegas this Wednesday night, eight o'clock at the Cockroach Theater. We then are, are part of Reimagine New York City in the latter part of October. That's all on the website. Well,
0: thank you thank so, you so much for being on this. Thank
2: you. One. I thank really you appreciate it. it. <laughs> thank
0: it's you so much. It's great to have you on. I love everything you're doing. I, I, said. Do. I love Great, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. And we want to thank you for watching this show today. And we always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own, and God bless